Hi and welcome. This is just a quick housekeeping. <laughs> I've never used that on podcast before. I don't think I will. I don't even really know it. This is just a quick, quick bit of housekeeping. I'm just here to tell you you're listening to Nick Flanagan Weekly and you're totally not obliged to do it. But if you want to and you like the podcast, please tell a friend. And if you like it a lot, you can make sure you subscribe on iTunes and rate and review it and stuff. And I made a Patreon, patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. I'm going to use it so that I can do more stand-up, keep the podcast going, get more guests and uh, better gear and just do my thing and make things easier. And you will be rewarded for your donations if you do so. So, but there is absolutely no pressure. So enjoy the episode. It's a review of the new Earl album because I love it. Okay, well, just spoiler alert there, but there's more. Listen. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Monday morning or afternoon or night or technically late Monday morning, late Sunday night, because I'm going to post this before 12 midnight on the Sunday. So you might listen to it immediately or you may listen to it one year from now. What's up? This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. Hi, I'm Nick. I think I look good right now. A little bit rumpled, a little bit grungy, but you know what? If you can't deal with me at my grossest looking, you're going to be underwhelmed by me at my best looking because it's only 10% better. What a weekend it's been. I feel like I've been slowly chipping at work, doing some things, my room is clean, my whiteboard with my schedule, hourly on it, is hung, the sexy music's playing, and I'm in a good mood because Earl Sweatshirt put out a new album. What's his album called? It's called Some Rap Songs. Yep, Some Rap Songs. And my God, have I told you that Earl Sweatshirt is basically my favorite rapper of ever, almost ever, only because I think for me, the relatable pickings are slim in terms of new hip hop. I just, I respect it, I just can't relate. My days of chugging cough syrup are long gone. I can relate to older people who talk about cough syrup. I don't really know what lean is, TBH. I don't really know what Percocets are, frankly. And I certainly don't know how to put Percocets in lean. Nor do I know how to trap or where the trap is. And Earl's from California, my spiritual home. (laughs) And Earl is the son of a poet. Guess who else is the son of a poet? Me. And... He just put this album out. Vince Staples' album was out a few weeks ago. And now Earl's Some Rap Songs is out. It's like eight, nine songs. And when he was younger, his vocals had sort of a bounce to them. They they weren't um, evenly pitched all the time. It was sort of acrobatic. But what really stood out beyond that was his wordplay. Uh, when I heard him say, uh, what it, it just so happens that I'm so haphazardous 
or something along those lines. I said, wow, this guy's six. He was 16 when he came up with those kinds of lines. So he he's quite a special rapper. And when I, I saw on a Facebook group I'm in, someone was like, verse of the year. No, I mean, the Earl just came out, but everyone was naming these verses where it's like, I got a car. It's as brown as dirt. And I, I'm just like, well, that's good. But I, I Earl's on a whole other level. Listen to these lines. Main line underneath the skin of the grapevine. Save time, serpent. No need to hiss. Found a reason to live. Doubt could be an abyss. Keep fallacies off your lips. See casualties in the wind. Uh, we gathering in remembrance. Galaxies the distance between us by Christmas. I'm so sorry, Earl. I'm not trying to rap. I'm just reading your lines. And I'm reading between the lines. So he has a vibrancy, an immediacy, subtext to his lyrics, a story. This is a guy who's had depression, who is young. He's 23. And he talks about it on this record, um, which was a real check for me because he was 16 or something when I first heard of Odd Future. And now it's like seven years later. He was sent to Guam when he was in Odd Future, rhyming this sort of horrorcore Eminem-style lyrics. His mother was worried. She sent him to what sounded like a lot, of, slightly like a boot camp or a program for troubled kids, or just a program for kids to keep them out of trouble. I don't really know what it was, but he went there. He was away from his family. Gets home and puts out this record called uh, Chum that was just great. Follows that up with this, I don't like shit, I don't go outside. And his, he's aging at this point. His voice is different. He's an adult. It's a monotone thing, but the lyrics are still standout, even if he's not changing up the pitch of his vocal tone. And now this album, he's fully an adult. As much as you are at 23, which is in the eyes of the army, the law... Sometimes your parents, but generally not your own brain, in my case. And this year his father died, who was this, this African poet. So uh, this record reflects all of that and references all of that without really referencing any of it in a literal manner. So yes, this episode of Nick Flanagan Weekly is a exploration of Earl, a music review, whatever you want to call it. It leads into the other things I was saying. He has his mother, or I wanted to talk about today. He has his mother on the record, and she has this loving message that she gives. And I thought about this on the album, because this is a guy who has publicly dealt with anxiety, depression. He canceled a European tour that he went on a few months after his dad died, which is just such a mature move to put himself ahead of performing live because tours are just a ticket to short-term relief and long-term stress. I can't really put it much better, but, uh, good for him. And, and he, uh, yeah, he's the anxiety. Says he doesn't go outside. That was the whole name of his album. 
and he makes an out al- a new album that's dealing with that or at least setting that up so setting us up to have that as the narrative allowing us into his narrative the his life so and he puts out work sporadically as well there's a few years between albums with earl sweatshirt and i think he's just, yeah he's still earl sweatshirt you can call him earl but i like earl sweatshirt um yeah so he checks off a lot of boxes that i personally really dig in an artist uh especially a hip-hop artist because there's there's so much expectation i think especially now when hip-hop is um big business in a, and crossover in a way that it's probably never been where you have to be ever present you have to be on time with your releases you have to, and you have to be constantly releasing if not albums having your name out there but for earl to go around that and do things his own way and still have respect because there are people listening to this who are completely on my wavelength that earl is far and away the most exciting young talent in hip-hop but don't tell him i told you that i don't want him to feel pressure and i don't want you to listen to it and say what's the big deal it's like if it doesn't speak to you it doesn't speak to you that's fine but i'm crazy for it and today i was walking through my neighborhood listening to the earl record in 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 the gloom the sunny gloom that only Toronto in November can provide. And I felt like a child again. And then I felt my face and I said, this is not the face of a child at all. This is an old man stubble face. <laughs> I was talking about Earl's mom. And that that's there's something so positive on this album to me that he turned to having her on the record. Tyler's not on the record. Nobody from Odd Future is on the record. Vince Staples is barely on the record. I think he might be on something, but maybe not. And it's almost like he's so much less into the nihilism. It sounds, it's almost like that's his way of saying, I'm hopeful, I'm doing my best, I'm positive. And I think that message, you know, which is an open honesty that doesn't feel forced and it doesn't feel like it wants anything from the listener. You know, so much positivity in hip hop and in other kinds of music feels like it's definitely the product of ecstasy. And they're generally from people who have these, not just wildly contradictory personalities, but actually wildly, like they don't walk it like they talk it to quote Migos. All right. That's what I'm saying. Earl, you seem to have a healthy respect for boundaries. I'm working on my respect for boundaries. My ability to set them. You're all invited to my house. Is that bad for boundaries? My house is big enough for all of the listeners to go inside, but it'd be a party. It'd be a party. It'd be a cramp party. You're all invited to party at my house, but you have to give my mom $300. Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is just a happy adventure into Monday, telling you to check out 
Earl Sweatshirt, some rap songs. I might do a separate YouTube video where I, I play the music and I respond to it like some second rate, the needle drop, if you watch that guy. But I might not. I don't know yet. Uh, thank you to everyone who's been emailing me, supporting the podcast, listening to it. I, I love it. Write weeklypodcast at gmail.com if you have any comments or questions. Thanks for listening to the Andrew Johnston episode. Andrew was wonderful. I interviewed Josh Gondelman recently. I'll have, I think that's going to come out this week. AL is coming back on the podcast. AL Sr. playing a show with him next Sunday at the Transac with Kurt Newman. Our 3 to 5 p.m. Sunday residency continues. You should check that out if you'd like. And I have a Patreon. I made a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. Check it out. I'm adding more tiers and the like. I'd love your, your support. But if you don't have the ability to, that honestly makes more sense. <laughs> Let's all quit Twitter. I brought this up in an episode earlier, but I'm over it. Follow me on Twitter at Nick Flanagan Weekly and at the Flans, and then quit Twitter after adding to my follower count. Thanks for listening, friends. Have a great night. Or day. Or midday. <laughs>